Good morning, everybody. This is Andrei Kaladinsky. Welcome to the episode number seven of the Salvage Secrets podcast. Uh, it's uh, a nice morning here in New York. It looks like it's starting to snow. Looks like the first snow uh, this year. So we actually might have snow on Christmas, which is kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> I like snow, but when you when you run a car you know car business is, is sometimes not not fun because you have to clean the cars push dead cars in the snow it's no fun but I'm anyway I'm pretty excited <laughs> all right guys so today's topic is gonna be uh, the differences between IA and Copart salvage auto auctions uh, like I said before there are two major salvage car auctions in the United States and they are IAA which stands for insurance auto auctions and Copart obviously they in a way they're similar because they both uh, sell salvage cars but there are a few important distinctions that I wanted to mention that, that actually make me strongly prefer one auction over the other so let's get rolling so the number one thing that makes these two auctions different is tr transparency so in my in my opinion IAA is way more transparent than Copart meaning that they provide they provide more information about the car being sold than Copart uh, they, t they tell you who is selling the vehicle which is super important as you're gonna find out on later episodes why it's important but they tell you who is the seller is this the insurance company is this a dealer car is it a donation you know so what what kind of car is it which is super important in copart you don't see that information you just see the car uh, you have a few pictures to see the damage sometimes you, you don't see any damage uh, and you you know that you see the type of damage that they put in the description so let's say it's a collision or uh, water damage or undercarriage damage or something else but you know the copart doesn't tell you who is who is actually selling the vehicle uh, so that's super important to me uh, also copart doesn't tell you if the airbag airbags are deployed I mean you can look at the pictures and like in kind of guess you know and, and most of you know sometimes you can see visually like if the airbags are deployed but a lot of times especially with like roof airbags you you don't see it in the pictures and you you might end up buying a car and then you know it looks nice in the pictures then when you get it you realize that you know both roof airbags are deployed which adds like hundreds hundreds of dollars to repair costs that you didn't expect to to spend and IAA tells you exactly if the airbags are deployed and which ones which is important let me touch on why it's important for you guys to know who's who's actually selling the vehicle um, some of you may be thinking well Andre you know who, who cares who's who's the seller insurance company or dealer you know these are these are salvage cars they damage cars so what's the difference you know it doesn't make doesn't make a difference to me but actually there is a huge difference and you guys especially if you're just starting out I would strongly 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 recommend you to stay away from dealer vehicles I mean the vehicles that, that are being sold by by a dealer at the auction 
you only want to, to stick with cars uh, being sold by an insurance company. Why? Because insurance company, they, you know, they basically selling the vehicle the way they, they got it, you know, so they don't prep it, they don't clean it, they don't make it seem nicer in the pictures before they sell it. You know, accident happens, something happens, they just take the car, put it on the truck, send it to the auction, the way it is, you know. So you see exactly how the car looked when the accident happened, you know, you, that, you see the exact condition of the car. They're not trying to hide anything, they're not trying to make it look better in the pictures, you know. What dealers do, on the other, on the other hand, is they usually take the car and they make it, they, you know, they, they make it seem nicer, you know. Let's say it had a hard hit in the front. They might, like, pull the, pull the nose, you know, like, put the new fender, paint, put some paint, you know, paint it a little bit to make it seem like the accident was not that bad. When in reality, the car was pretty much destroyed. And, you know, a lot of dealers do that, you know, that's the, basically their business model. They, they buy cars that are, like, like, completely destroyed, like, either rollover or, like, super hard hit. They buy them, they buy them very, very cheap, obviously, because nobody's in their right mind is going to, you know, restore this car. So, they usually buy, like, late model vehicles, hit really, really hard. And then, you know, they bring it to a body shop. And they make it make it seem, you know, they, they pull the frame, you know, they, they throw some parts on it, some paint to make it seem like the car is not, not that bad. They might even leave a few, few spots like damaged so you can think that this is why actually the car was, was salvaged. And then they send it back to the auction and sell it, sell it, uh, resell it, you know. And people, uh, actually a lot of people, you know, a lot of people in these auctions are bidding online without actually physically looking at the car. So they can't, they can't see all this. They can't see that, you know, all the, all the body work, all this crappy work that, that, the, dealer, uh, that the dealer did. You know, the, all the cars look nice in the pictures. But if you buy a car like that, you're pretty much stuck. You know, you wasted your money because you'll never be able to repair these cars the right way and you end up spending way more than you should. So basically, that's the number one way to lose your hard-earned money, buying a salvage car. And that's why probably, you know, a lot of times you hear from people, oh, I bought, I bought a salvage car and I got burned never again, you know, just because people are not careful. So you only want to deal with insurance companies when buying, buying your car, stay away stay away as far as you can from dealer cars uh, so that's that's one you know one uh, reason why you shouldn't buy dealer cars because of you know this shady dealers who buy these destroyed cars and make them look better but also you know even if they don't do that let's say you know I sell some I sell some cars at, at the auction too but usually these are cars that I got and then I realized that I made a mistake, you know, or they had some issues that I didn't expect, or, you know, I, f I figured that it's gonna cost me way too much money to, fi to fix it, or more than I wanted to spend. So I usually just send it back to the auction, and I, I, sometimes I take a small loss or a big loss, but, you know, that's the way it is. So 
you you can you can if you see a dealer car at the auction you can be pretty much like 99% sure that there is a reason why it's this car is at the auction it's either was you know prepared to make to make it look nice and to fool you or it has some issues that the dealer didn't feel like fixing that's why he brought the car to the auction maybe you know one in one percent chance out of a hundred you can you can get lucky you know I bought a few cars over the years because you know I've been doing it for a long time so I know what I'm doing and some cars you know there are different situations but as a beginner forget about buying a dealer car at the salvage auction that's like the worst idea you can you can have okay so that's that so uh, at IAA it's way easier to spot the dealer cars you know because of their the way they report the information the transparency you you can see uh, you can tell that the car is a dealer car in Copart is not that easy like I said they don't they don't provide this distinction so all the cars are just listed like the same you don't see who is the seller when the car was added to the inventory you know so that's one one problem one big problem that I have with Copart the thing number two that's very different at Copart at IAA and IAA is the bidding process so Copart is basically a computer-based system so there is no live person like no auctioneer conducting the auction you know it's just a computer program and everything takes takes place online you know so basically you you log into the auction there is this this you know the windows pops up with pictures of the car the information and the bidding button so you click the button you bid and uh, basically let's say that the bidding process starts and then people start bidding on the car and the core part the auction doesn't end let's say if, if you place a bid the system automatically gives you like I think like 10 seconds before before you know they, they close the bidding so what what that does is you know sometimes it takes forever like to to bid on, on one car because let's say you you know you start bidding let's say the bid is you know 300 starting bid is $300 and you want to go up to like 5,000 right and then people people start bidding and they, they start like bidding in $50 increments so the bid goes up by like $50 $50 and then somebody bids like 350 and then the, the clock starts going 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 you wait for 10 seconds and in the last second somebody bids boom 400 then you sit and wait you know until <laughs> you know it, the clock goes again and you know it's it's just a lot of people wait until last second to bid and then the clock resets so what this does is uh, number one sometimes bidding on one car can take like two three minutes which is super annoying to me um, because you know let's say you're waiting for a car number 150 and it might take like three four hours to get there you know so you're like stuck in front of your computer waiting for your car so you don't miss it and it's just annoying you know the uh, the process is annoying you know and also another thing about this is you know you can't really like you can't like steal a car what i mean by that is let's say there is a car and the auction starts you bid on it and let's say if there was live bidding uh some people would 
you know wouldn't realize that this is a good car or they they uh they forgot or they you know they they were late and boom that's it the auction ends the bidding ends you win the car even there are people who wanted to pay more sometimes you like jump in fast jump jumping quick and boom you buy it and they give it to you and you you know you get it at a good deal which makes it exciting in corporate it's, it's pretty much impossible so you know even if you you bid you know they always give you like 10 seconds more for anybody else to to sit and think and like oh should i bid on it i don't know so basically they squeeze like every dollar out of every bidder <laughs> which is probably good for the seller but you know definitely not good for the buyer at iaa uh, uh it's very different it's basically the live auction with the live auctioneer just like a regular car auction except the cars don't go through the lanes because most of them are like disabled they don't drive they don't run uh, it's it's still like a screen sale like a virtual sale but there is a, the live auctioneer and the bidding process is way faster you, sometimes it takes like 10 15 seconds to sell a car you know and that that has a lot of benefits first of all at least in my in my opinion you know some some people have different preferences somebody likes to sit and like click click a button for like half an hour you know bidding on one car and they don't like to rush you know they want to have their like a nice cup of coffee drinking and bidding on the car but for me it's not the case you know i like when things are fast when you have more opportunity to get a good deal you know so at iaa what live auction lets you to do is uh sometimes you know, if you did if, if you did your homework, you did your research, you you found a few few cars that you're interested in, and sometimes this car goes up for auction, and you are like everybody's sleeping, everybody like somebody got distracted, somebody went to to take you know went to the bathroom or something, and your car comes up, and you know you bid on it, and in a few seconds the auction is is over, so. And some people like, oh, oh, crap, this is a good car. Let me bid on it. Oh, it's too late. Now the auction has ended. So that what that does is actually sometimes helps you to get a good deal, you know. So it happens to happen to me many times when I, I wanted to pay like 10, 12,000. And I, I ended up getting the car for like 8,000, you know, something like that. Just because they, they end the auction so quickly. And also what that does is it gives you leverage. Uh, when you're bidding in person, you know, so you can actually come to the auction in person and bid It actually lets you uh, Gives you the, le the leverage to negotiate uh, Let's say let's say you want to you want the car for 8,000 and the insurance company wanted 10,000 for the car So since you're bidding live, you know, you, you can uh, actually talk to the insurance company representative and like make a deal with them You know, you can convince them to give it to you a little bit cheaper you know so this way you can save money also so you know maybe it's just personal preference but for me you know i i like iaa bidding process way better than copart copart is like really annoying to me <laughs> so that's number two and uh the third major major difference between copart and iaa is actually organization and customer service in general like when you go, uh, like I, I've dealt with both of them, right? When you go to IAA, uh, you call them. You know, everything. Like in my in my view, everything is way more efficient. The customer service is way better. 
like they don't transfer you a million times you know to talk to some, when you need to talk to somebody Copart you know always takes at least it took me forever to like get a hold of the person that I need to talk to and uh, they transfer me like five times and they're like oh no this you know regarding this you gotta talk to this department and that department is closed and they all all over the, the United States and it gets super complicated you know everything is like in Copart is so twisted the whole system you know it's so like unorganized you know it's as far as like payments and accounting and, and title titles is like you don't know which which number to call uh, sometimes there is no number and then a lot of times they don't pick up the phone they put you on hold you call a million times so it's always aggravation and frustration that's that's what I experienced anytime I was trying to deal with Copart that's all I experienced it's, it's frustration and aggravation like small things take a, lo a long time to resolve you know things that should take you five minutes take you like an hour to, to resolve and also organization in in actual yards is very different when you go to let's say to IAA to preview cars it's way easier like you, you walk in and the, the, usually the cars are organized really efficiently so you can easily find find the car that you're looking for by just by number and lot number um, in Copart <laughs> I went a couple times to trying to find the car I was gonna bid on took me a long time walking walking around like between the cars uh, trying to search and, and find those cars because <laughs> there is no there are no numbers no nothing you know on the car there is like just just a copart lot number pretty much so you have to kind of guess and you have to go and look at the actual car and like oh is this the black honda accord uh or is that is that the one that i'm looking for or not i don't know so let me look let me look at the number so it's like very inefficient and very unorganized you know all the cars are mixed mixed around there are some cars that were already sold last week they're still sitting in the, in the same spot so it gets really really inefficient to you know to, to preview cars i guess copart is not really designed for like previewing cars you know it's it just <laughs> they try to make it as complicated as possible so you don't don't actually go out and, and try to look at the cars before before the sale which which actually I strongly encourage you guys to do if you can or at least hire an inspector there are companies out there who do like third-party inspections you can uh, order an inspection on, on any car on Copart or IAA it costs around like 125 100 dollars 150 sometimes and that's a really really good idea especially when you're just starting out you don't know you don't know much about cars what to look for that's always a good idea either go yourself or sometimes they don't you know if you don't have a license you're not a licensed buyer they won't let you get in the yard but at least you can lower the inspection so these are the major differences between IAA and Copart and obviously I strongly prefer IAA over Copart for the reasons that I just discussed but uh, the thing is I think Copart uh, as far as marketing you know they actually they target like more mainstream audience I think so IAA is more for like the industry professionals like the junkyards or the dealers so they make it a little bit harder to buy a car from them they have like strict stricter procedures um, 
and copart copart is way easier to become a broker for copart you know they they more like they more commonly known they i guess they with their marketing so more people know about copart and it's more popular like with general public so you know it really you, know, you can buy a good car from either copart or iaa but if if you get a chance i would especially if you're starting out i would try to you know to deal with iaa as much as possible but if you find like you can you can find a broker or it's it's hard i mean you can still you can still um deal with copart just 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 you know be prepared uh and don't get discouraged you know if if you uh experienced a few experience a few issues <laughs> so and and both of these auctions there are like i said there are um companies that that will uh, broker a car for you so they basically will let you buy a car from either IAA or Copart you just pay them a small fee uh, and usually you, you can find the list of this these brokers on uh, on their website so if you go to IAA you uh, you should be able to find a section that they calls like that's called brokers or like broker uh, brokerage services or something like that and you'll see the list of companies that you can deal with and in Copart the same thing, you know. And the, in Copart there are like dozens and dozens of different companies. There are like a few major ones that we'll possibly discuss on on one of the later episodes. But uh, but yeah, so they, they both have have this. All right, so that's it, you guys. Uh, I hope you got some value out of it. Uh, thanks for hanging out with me on this snowy uh, December saturday uh, and it was fun to have you guys i appreciate you all let me know in the comments what would you like to to hear uh, about salvage cars or about any other topic i'll be glad to cover that for you and i'll see you guys i'll see you guys soon have fun and have a great weekend bye